0: Okay. Yeah, well, it works according to seniority. You pick your works. Every 90 days, they have a pick of runs out there. Oh. See. And you pick them at the garages, and that's another job that the shed capital runs, see. He's in
1: charge of the... Yeah, that. he's
0: in charge of the picks. And you pick runs for the next 90 days to work, see. But well, when they cut, they might take your run off. So, you know, well, when you're high up, it oh. don't bother you. But if you're down on the totem pole, okay. they might cut your run off. See. So I don't know. It gets better the more time you get. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but how? How? What other? Did it change as a driver
1: with? The- with the people that came on um, the bus? Were their attitudes different? They that you know, they they finally after six months got on the bus. How right. was
0: it when they were on the bus? Oh, that turned out to be fine and you had so you know people and speak every morning and you didn't have no problems. But before that it was terrible out there. Very seldom you had any problems. Well, I can say I had any problems after about six months. Every now and then you might get somebody on there and say something, but otherwise I never had no problems on Somebody made, told me once, The man that I interviewed told me once that um, uh,
1: he worked at a postal, worked at the post office, he said St. Louis is hard
0: they don't want to change. People, it takes a while for them to change, but once they change, then... Well, that's true. See, St. Louis has been uh, back, what I call it, but they've been back with all my life. Mm-hmm. And just recently, uh, you can see a difference, a little difference. Some people have changed, but all people haven't changed. But it's still- but it's not any better. That's right, it's still no better. See, I got a son that um uh, works for the city police department, you know. He got seventeen years now and he's a sergeant. <laughs> and he's waiting for his three years to get up so he can retire. He don't want no more. Why, I don't know, I thought he loved it. He liked it when he first got in there but Well.
1: Yeah
0: just don't he's, like it. No he's more. a
1: policeman.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a hell of a job. Now. Yes, it is. It's a tough job. Yeah, that's good. That's one I wouldn't have. Um, Even during my time, it wasn't that bad. Though during my time.
1: I want to talk about. All <clears> right. <throat> do we have some things to talk about? Would you like to tell me about the strikes that went on in the union? Strikes. He said
0: that there were three. I think you told me over the phone. And um, and then I want to get into your sons and family. Yeah, it was three. I think the longest was they had a strike about 1954, I think.
1: What were they about?
0: Well, the wages and working conditions.
1: Was it black and whites
0: or? Well, the union was mixed in.
1: Yes, but I mean. See, what? the
0: union didn't actually start changing and until uh, about the uh, late 60s. And
1: did black and whites have the same salaries?
0: Yes. The salaries are the same.
1: Same bathrooms? Yes. And eventually the same lunchroom. Right.
0: right, when they got lunchroom. They just got lunchroom since they put up these new buildings. Mm. But after
1: well. they got that lunchroom out, they didn't have anything? The one that they stopped?
0: Oh, the one they put off there? No, they didn't have anything. It was one across the street there. You know, those people let you come in there and now it was much cleaner, larger, and everything else. You know. Um, <coughs> okay, so it was
1: over. It was over pay. The strike.
0: Right. They had never had a strike because of. Uh, Black and white issue. There never was a strike. Most of the strikes was paid mm-hmm. and working condition. That was for everybody, okay. not just for whites but for black. Whenever the whites got, the blacks got. It. So is
1: it? How would you say that? That that people? So eventually
0: people began to work together. Is that? Mm, yes. Well, my, the union came together like I told you in the early '64. Uh-huh. About early 60s, the union started coming together, you know, because when I went to the union, went into the union, you had to join the union. And the only time I had, we didn't have a union all at that time, but the only time I had been to a meeting was when I was initiated. Mm-hmm. And I didn't start going back to meeting until about the 60s or early 60s. What made you want to get back in? I mean to, to be in the Well, just to see what was happening, you know. And after Mel Green got in there I started going to meetings there. Were you and Mel
1: Green
0: close? Yeah, we were pretty close friends. And before that, uh, you didn't have no close friends as president of the union this type of thing, 'cause we had one guy named John Rowland, you couldn't even go into his office. <laughs> he wouldn't let you? <coughs> At that time, we were renting space for a union hall over here on Vander Vander, right on the other side of Shiloh uh, there. He was the Indian man? Mm, he, was you he was the president. He was the president.
1: And you were black, he couldn't in his office?
0: That's right. He didn't care nothing about no black people. See, and he changed later on because he left here and went to the International, wind up president of the an International. And he turned all the way, turned 100 degrees. Oh did he? Oh yeah, he turned 100 degrees. Well, how do you feel about people that turn 100 degrees like that? Well, that's for self. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, you can get a job for 85, 90 thousand dollars a year. It's enough to turn for a senior
1: so they're not doing it out of the goodness
0: of their mm, Well, that's true. Like they say, money is the root of all evil. All evil. See, I made good money, but I didn't need the money, not the problems. I'm better off right now. I get as much money now <laughs> as I made when I was working. You mean from being, from
1: retirement?
0: From retirement, right.
1: You know, you said something a while back. You said, you told them uh, you you didn't have to stay there. You could always get another job. Sure. And I heard somebody, somebody told my husband and I the other night that that that's the key to being able to, um, if they think they've got you, that you have to stay there. And if you think you have to stay there, that's, that's well, very difficult. Because that's true. If, if you know that you can get another job, then you have
0: to see. Now, at that time, I could have went any place. See, I could have went to McDonald, like, I could have went to the post office, or anything but that police department. But I thought that uh, I'd like to drive a bus. See, so I really didn't care. <laughs> see, just when my kids started, that's what.
1: Where did your kids go to school?
0: Well, my kids went to Ford uh, Elementary School, and my daughter went to um, So we And Three sons, three sons went to uh, Northwest, and the other one went to McClure North. What difference did your
1: marriage and your
0: Kids making your life. Well, nothing has made me keep a job. <laughs> Work. Made you keep the job. Yeah.
1: What is it like to be a man and a father and have a lot of things up against you as a black person to keep those jobs and to.
0: Well, I mean, You just have to take care of your family, that's all I can say, and teach your kids. So. Nine out of ten times, if you've got five kids, one is going bad anyway, you see. So, um, you just do the best you can.
1: What is
0: it you wanted to tell them? What is it you wanted to teach them? Stay out of trouble, that's all. And uh, my oldest boy, see, He went to, uh, up to Missouri University. But he had problems up there, same thing. Segregation up there in Columbia, Missouri. So he left and come home. All I told him, man, when you come home, it's your job. So he came home and went on the police force. Now he got his degrees and everything by going to night school, so he got a degree in law enforcement, everything, he's in good shape now. My other boys went in the Army, two of them went in the Army. My daughter got three years of college, Mm -hmm. it's about all you can expect of them. but what? Did, but how do you tell them to stay
1: out of the trouble? How do you? What is it you've
0: passed on to them? Well, you know, what did your grandma tell you? Well, I don't. I never was in no trouble, no more than fight somebody. But uh, as far as trouble like taking something from somebody, I never could stand that. Yeah. Breaking in people's houses mm-hmm. and this type of thing. I, never been willing to do something like that. See, so I just pass it on to them. Where'd you
1: meet your wife?
0: Here in St. Louis. Was
1: she from Saint
0: Louis? No. She's from Mississippi too. Yeah, I met her here in Saint Louis. In about nineteen forty nine, I think it was yeah, 49. Did she, did she work ever? Yes. You she told me. She,
1: yes, was she worked
0: Worked at at Mm -hmm. Kmart. So you know Kmart had a store up here on uh, Hoderman and uh, King Mm Drive, which was called Jupiter, but it was a part of Mm Kmart, see. And later on she went to the Kmart out there in St. Charles, and then the one out on that Northwest Plaza out there. Um.
1: <clears throat> so did
0: you enjoy being vice president of the It
1: was fine.
0: Like, he um, you had the power to change things, what would you do? And uh, could change things mm-hmm. as far as bass changes?
1: All
0: right, as far as bi-state is concerned. Well, as far as bi-state is concerned, I'd see that, uh, you'd have some black at the top of that program there. See, that know something, and they could do something, you know.
1: And what would you want
0: them to do? I'd want them to have a black deputy and, uh, but around, I don't mean just get jobs to black people because, uh... Skitty? Just because they want to give a black person a job, get a man a job because he's qualified to do the job. And you have a whole lot of people that's qualified to do the job. Sure. But then some of them just don't get the breaks. Just be fair. That's right. That's all you want. To be fair. And as far as uh, by-state is concerned, I don't think they have been fair with the black community, and uh, I never say anything about it. I never, I made a living driving a bus, and I never say that, but when you bring in different people from different parts of the country to be executive director, that man is going to set up things the way he wants it. You don't know what you've been doing here. We had times when we did have uh, black people in those positions. We had a black general manager at one time. I think he lasted about a year and a half. <laughs> because? I don't know. They fired him. They had to pay him a couple of years in salary, but they fired him. Terry was his name. And you had people in high-ass lines. And like everybody you had, like this Jim Troop I was telling you about. Jim Troop, Troop was the operation superintendent. They made him retire. See, he'd been retired about seven years. They made him retire when his new buds come in. because. He wouldn't do exactly what they would tell him to do. He wanted to run his own show, and they wouldn't allow him to run his own show. And they made him retire, made him take a pension. He wasn't that old at the time because we're about the same age, but what they did, they gave him a pension until he was, six, just like he was 65 to get rid of him, see? Yeah, they yeah. mm-hmm.
1: <coughs> Well, so
0: it's, it's difficult working someplace where they won't let you do and then so until you, you can't yeah, really Yeah, well, on It's, it's <clears throat> about what it's like and you know, people around there want your job and maybe cut those so sticking you in the back. If you have a lot of concerns like that, like you're just talking about
1: at work, is it hard to get rid of it on
0: the way home, I mean, is it hard to... You throw it out of your man. You <laughs> throw it out of your mind. That's right. You know, at work it's one thing, but when you get home it's all together a different thing. I forget it. And I never have a problem forgetting anything. I, mean, I just don't want it on my mind, I don't think about it. But when I got off from work, I was still working for that day, see, mm-hmm. and I did what I wanted to do too.
1: So you don't take the anger
0: with you. No, it goes. You know, maybe you might be mad about fifteen, twenty minutes, then it's gone. Again.
1: Did you guys used to talk a lot among yourselves?
0: Sure, all the time. See, because at that time. Uh, You didn't have no black dispatches. uh, And when it was, we used to have to count our money and turn it in, you know. And you didn't have no blacks back there at that time. Actually, um, Larry Williams, the uh, city treasurer, he was the first, black to get an uh, assistant superintendent's job, And uh, it all happened in the uh, sixes, late sixties.
1: So you were, you were, you take your money
0: from what you right, you that day
1: and you take it to... Count up,
0: a- Yeah, what you call a trip card, see. Mm-hmm. And then the reading that was on there, you check it when you first got on the bus. Then when you got off, you check it against them and write the number down. Then take the <laughs> trip card and, and the money and turn it into the dispatches. Did
1: they count it while you were doing it? They
0: counted. There? They had machines, you know, that they ran it through. They ran through those machines. and Most of the time they were right, but you had to kind of watch them. <clears throat> You did have to kind of watch them? Sure. Yeah, a couple of them you had to keep your eye on. Because, you know, if a person is counting money and you got four five hundred people turning in that money,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if they just take 50 cents, yeah. <laughs> what would that wind up being tonight, a, a day, you know? So you had to keep your eye on This may seem like a funny question,
1: but... You know, as things in the 60s in St. Louis, things were kind of happening. I mean,
0: there was some
1: unrest, there was,
0: Cor was doing the thing with Jefferson Bank and Percy Green. Oh, terrible. Was doing things. Yeah, he was doing things, but see, yeah, in the early 60s you had uh, people like uh, Congressman Clay. This Odom lady just died, that just died, and uh, Norman Say. All these people were out there. See, see, these people are younger than I am. And I was driving a bus right past Jefferson Bank at the time. But uh, it changed a little bit. What I
1: wanted to ask was people I mean you got people on your bus and when they would get up in the morning they were you know fresh to go to work you got them at the end of the day when they're tired and when things would happen in the city like anything to do with civil rights or things in the newspaper um did you hear about it on the bus? Could you hear people talking? Were
0: people involved? You know? Sure, they talked about it on the bus. You could hear them saying different things. They were uh, protesting that, such a Jefferson Bank, this type of thing. I think the worst day I had, though, I was working day one was uh, the day the president got killed. When they assassinated Kennedy. Kennedy. And I just pulled up the, the bottle of Indale, and let people off when I heard it on the, somebody or a guy had. And the president was just assassinated in Dallas. And uh, I of heart went out of me then. I just went out and finally i was taken on all, but I had a whole lot of sick people on that, but everybody was talking. Some of them were sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I do know. I, then uh, you get so you just let things go and don't worry about anything. What about when Martin Luther came? Well, it was the same way that we But you really, you got some of that. People were. Oh yeah, they talked talk, talk, talk about that. And, well, who, do, who would do something like that? And this type of thing, you know. Mr. Pointer, you mentioned Marion Oldham. You mentioned
1: I mentioned Percy Green. You mentioned um, Norman Say. Um, were you, were you much, in, were you involved at all in any of the civil rights? No,
0: not really. I but just, you knew, you knew that I knew, uh, well I didn't know Marion Odom so when I saw I knew him. But, and I knew Norman Say, see. Norman Say come up with my sister. Mm-hmm. Him and my sister was classmates and everything coming up. And he's been a friend of our families for years, see. Okay, the Clay's, not Bill, but Irving, the one that's all of them in the city. Mm-hmm. See, we've been friends for quite some time. And he worked at the uh, city recreation department. I was there, see. But I've known him a long time. The clays a long time. So. It's like I've known the troops long.
1: I just asked, you, know, you
0: said you were raised up in the church? Raised school? up in the church. Had to go to church. See, the church uh, years ago was down on 18th Street. But then they bought a church right there on Glasgow and uh, Dixon it was called. It's, just, it's cool, Papa Pay bell now. Nah. But the church was right across the street from the house, so I had to go to church. My grandmother, and we go to church, and you know we played a whole lot of ball games on Sunday too, so I'd to have to go to Sunday school, 11 o'clock service, and get out of that running and go to the ball park. <laughs> Um, You identified yourself when I asked you that one day, were you a member minority? You said yes.
1: and and I said, how would you identify yourself, and he said African-American. Another person I interviewed said that nobody consulted her when they changed some of those names.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) So
1: I was wondering what you were most comfortable with, or how you felt about the different identifications.
0: Well, it don't fade me one bit.
1: You're
0: an unfazable man, huh? It don't fade. See, I know one thing. I don't know nothing about Africa. So <laughs> what are you, do you want to call me an African American. That's what I'll be, African American. I do know that I'm a black American, and that's all I know about. As far as Africa, I know nothing but about what I read in the paper, and I read the paper every day. So you're more comfortable with black Americans? Mm, Either way. Are you just American? Uh, Black American or African American. Either one don't make no difference. See, I never paid too much man.
1: Mr. Pointer, what makes a difference in your life? What's important to you?
0: That my family do well, my grandkids are well, and that my wife and I can do well. That's all. Other than that, I don't have nothing else.
1: Well, I hope it all does go well for you. Well, I hope so we you, do too. I hope it stays well. But, um, you
0: stay well. Now, all I can do is try to stay well, because mm-hmm. I ain't working or nothing. But, otherwise, I'm doing all right.
1: What do you and your wife like to do when, when you have the
0: opportunity? What, well, you're free now? Oh, yeah, we take cruise, maybe. Um, during the summer, go someplace, you know. Get out of it now. And might go to the uh, Union's convention, you know. Mm-hmm. Do that. At St.
1: Louis,
0: would you rather live someplace else? No. No. <laughs> well, it might seem strange, but I've been to St. Louis all my life, and I don't remember too many bad times, meaning earthquakes and tornadoes and all of this, you know. I don't remember none of that. Do you think
1: it's
0: polarized? Yes. And, uh, uh, the weather here is not as bad as it is in Chicago. Did you? Is there any place in St. Louis that you not, don't feel comfortable or that you don't feel wanted, or...? Not now. Because I found out one thing, as of right now, if you have money, you can go any place in St. Louis you want to go. All you have to do is have some money. People used to turn their back on you for money, but that seems to be the going thing. Now if you got money you can go any place you want. And so, before? Even if you had money you couldn't go any place. So, it was, uh, crowds. The person was scared of killing his business if he let black people come in there and they just didn't do it. Were you comfortable on
1: the, on the South Side?
0: On the mm-hmm. south side, mm-hmm. never did go to the south side, but all of my life I spent in North St. Louis. Did you ever go west in the city? Did you ever have reason to go past Skinker? Or go no. South? No. When nothing um, crossed Skinker for me. As far as I got was the Ville and around Sarah and Finney, up in there, but other than that, never to, I never had gone to there know, as a young person. And then I worked at a bowling alley that was on the bottom, that Nelson Burton's yeah. bowling alley that used to be there on the bottom years ago. I was way before I went on. You mean near the Winter
1: Garden? There was an ice
0: skating place. hmm. Yeah, well, you know they had a bowling alley down there, right too. Right
1: next to the ice skating right. part,
0: part of it, mm-hmm. you, you know, it was connected, is that where really you Right. Nice? Mm-hmm. Worked in the bowling alley. Yeah, I worked there as a young boy. As
1: a, like a, a ball boy? Mm-hmm.
0: Setting pins. Uh-huh. Yeah, I worked there. That was years ago. So, one more question. You did go to
1: public
0: business. Hubbard's Business College, yeah. Uh And was that in.
1: That was when you came back from Korea. Right. And what did you.
0: What subjects did I take? Yeah. Typing and accounting, Mm -hmm. mostly. Well, mostly it was for the money. (laughs) For the money? Yeah, well, I was on the GI Bill, see.
1: So you wanted to
0: get some money? Sure, I needed that money. When I first got out of the Army, I needed that money. But you had to give the money
1: to the school,
0: didn't you? Well, I had to pay the school, and I got so much, too.
1: You got so much. So you went, okay. Mm -hmm. So you got money. Right. Right.
0: You had to use some of it for, for tuition, for
1: but
0: you could use the other part of yeah, it. And the
1: other
0: was man, too. So I went there mainly for that, you know. Well,
1: that's interesting. <clears throat> All right. Uh, did you belong to any organizations
0: or clubs besides the union? Yes. Well, can I ask what they were? Well, I'm a mason and a shredder. about it. Were you involved with it? I
1: mean, did you
0: really partake? Yes.
1: What does it mean to
0: do that? I'm not
1: very <laughs> knowledgeable about it. Oh well I'm
0: a, No the Shriners miss the hospital.
1: Yeah they have to cook isn't
0: it? Okay. Thirty second degree. Well mason. I'm a thirty second degree mason and a shred.
1: But well, what does it mean to
0: be a thirty-second degree? In place? Well, that's just a degree. You can, I'm just a degree short of going as high as I can go. Oh, so that's special. Yeah, I can special. go to thirty-third degree, when uh, that's all. I'd say thirty-two.
1: What do you have to do to to get? You have to give it time.
0: And time, that's right. Initiation that's and and fees. Yes, yeah, more like. A, um sorority or yeah. you know. That's what it's like, you mm-hmm. know.
1: But Masons do good things. Oh sure. Tell me
0: what good things they do. Oh, a whole lot of different things. Okay. Like <laughs>
1: You're like my intern, it's like my doctor. Oh yeah. You gotta pull that information out of
0: <laughs> Yeah, well it's hard. Oh well, yeah, you know. Different uh um, Organizations give and we give.
1: Uh-huh. Two different things.
0: Right. Okay. Charities. Um, and you telling me
1: there's black and white?
0: No. I'm saying there's two different groups.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: It's black, Mason and white. It's all the same, but there's still two different groups. See, I belong... I belong um, you know, the temple used to be down on Linda. Mm-hmm. That was white temple.
1: That's
0: a white temple. Right, that was a white temple. Uh-huh. Now, now, our temple was on Olive, 4500 on Olive. It's Masonic temple, mm-hmm. It's black Masonic temple.
1: And they're not together
0: now? No. No.
1: Is that by choice or by?
0: Uh, s- Something that never did happen. <laughs> never did happen. Nuts. Yeah, that's right. That's crazy. In the world it is, but uh, this is the way it goes, you know.
1: Is it the same
0: with the shriners, or just amazing? Uh, shriner. still, still the same. It's a white. black and a white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, they. Shriners temples out there on uh, out in West County out there someplace.
1: Well, now when you do your good things at the Shriners or the Masons, it's separate from the whites right. doing. What? So if you collect money, are you are you doing things only in the black neighborhood, and they're doing
0: things only in the white? No, we donate to. uh, Hospitals and
1: yeah,
0: we donate all, all around.
1: But you just do it separately.
0: Well, it's done separately. But yeah.
1: you're giving to the same places. Right. Because those hospitals take everybody. Yeah, they
0: take everybody.
1: Okay. What else?
0: That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> you're a
1: good man. Um. Yeah. All right, Mr. Pointer. I I do appreciate. Uh,
0: well, that's all right.
1: Helping me out here, and uh,
0: maybe you think of something else. Yeah. And maybe I can talk to you again. Yeah, no,
1: I appreciate that. I will. Um, I'll listen to the tape and mm-hmm. see what I'm missing. Mainly, you covered a lot of things. I wanted to know. I'll ask you one last question. What What happens now during the course of the day that make you consciously aware?
0: in St. Louis that your skin is black? Besides me asking all these questions. Um, it's like I told you, it's not shown as much as it used to be. As people would tell you, well, I don't like it, you black, like, uh, call your name or something, but now I think everybody's learned how to handle it a little better, you know. Also, person you don't like, you can treat him nice anyway, you know. You just don't know people's feelings now, like you used to.
1: But can you tell? You can still tell.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: They're just not so. mm-hmm. I'm looking at, we're looking at each other's rings, but um, this is a, a bi state? Bus bus with one, two, three, four diamond, so that's for 40 years?
0: No, that's no. a safety. This is a safety ring, here. Oh,
1: you got it for, for driving, driving safety Driving safely, right. Did they gave it to you? Or? Yes,
0: they gave it to me.
1: Well, that's wonderful. I've never seen that before. And what is this? This is just a— Oh, that's, that's
0: just a regular ring. Well,
1: that's a really uh, yeah, a real that's,
0: honor. that's a safety ring, last yeah, thing. That is an honor. It's a bus on it, and I still got, uh, I should have had the four put down at the bottom, but I never got around to it. I got the uh, papers in the car. So
1: for what? What would the other
0: ones be? It would be safety. That would be twenty years of safety. Oh, twenty
1: years. So each
0: one's five, ten Ten years. I always, I mean, they look like they're so hard to drive, you have to take those big corners. And- no, they're easy. Now, most of them are not power stand, especially the old ones. The new ones are power stand. I didn't do too much driving on the new ones, but the old ones I drove, and they're easily turned. Mm-hmm. So you to, judgment is the main thing about driving the bus. So like, you get in your car, and you, you're used to your car. You just got to get used to the bus. Yeah. Did
1: a lot of, were there black streetcar drivers? Sure. Did did they go right into the buses when they came?
0: No, no. Well, see, that's what they did when you were first hired. They either assigned you to streetcars or buses. I was assigned to buses. Rucks, Roscoe Daniels, all of them was on streetcars, they were saying the streetcar. And I was glad because I never did like them streetcars. Why not? Well, there was so much to them. Those streetcars weren't as easy as people thought they were. Like you have a little dew on the track, it's raining light, the Street cars wouldn't stop. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because did they have seniority? I mean, did you all you had seniority going <coughs> from streetcars to.
0: Yeah, but you had to be qualified on both of them, see. Now, when I first started, they told me I had a year to qualify on streetcars. I never did, and they stayed on me, but finally they decided they were going to cut streetcars out, and they stopped stop you from having to qualify on them, see. But all of the uh, streetcar operators had to qualify on the buses, see. Then, when they came to the buses, they came in seniority order. That's how they broke it down. So.
1: When did it change to by state?
0: 63.
1: Uh, so the formal name before was we Public, Public service.
0: service.
1: Did you know a Eugene Lewis that yeah. worked? Well, yeah. he might have worked in the maintenance. Uh, his
0: mm-hmm. name Lewis. Black
1: man. He 90 something today. He name was, uh, sounds
0: for me. He
1: was a fair
0: skinned. Uh huh. Yeah, his name sounds for me. I don't know right off. Mm-hmm. If he's 90, he probably was retired when I went in there. Yeah, almost. Pretty much so. Okay. You
1: just told me you're, you're going to pick up your, your name. So, it's like sometimes as we get older we realize we're doing the same thing. History's repeating That's itself. That's right. So
0: You're right there.
1: He had a good role model.
0: Yeah, history's repeating itself. My grandmother spent most of her time with me, and now this one I'm spending most of my time with him. Out of, um, let see, three. Four, nine, six. Eight grandkids. That's what we have, eight grandkids. This one stays with me, see. And so, but we'll be all right. How old is he? He'll be nine to thirty of of this month.
1: And where does he go to school?
0: At Airport Middle, up on Airport Road, in the ferguson Florida, district.
1: It keeps
0: you young. Yeah. Get up, pick him up, take him to school in the morning. on I don't know, man. Gets me up anyway. Yeah. otherwise I'd be laying there asleep. It's a lot of responsibility. <coughs> See, and I let go of my other job, back here. What was that? You know, I told you that I was running the, uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <coughs> you and <me>. the uni- <coughs>
1: Union
0: Hall? Yeah, I ran it and rented it for dances and mm-hmm. I quit that. So right now, I'm not doing anything. Okay. To so uh so you've got the time to give him oh yeah we go out and play a little basketball mm-hmm. a little kickball get it again what, cool. what do you what do you hold for him well he's big i can tell you that i don't really know how large he's going to be but he's uh, eight now he'll be and the boy weighs hundred and thirty pounds. Wow. Nice no fat on him. Not a look at fat. That. Incredible. He's yeah. just big. <clears throat> what
1: do you? What do you? What will you stress with him in today's world? Seeing what you see.
0: Uh-uh. Try to be a basketball, or football player. <laughs> uh, stay in school.
1: Stay in school everybody's
0: not going to be one of those basketball. No, you know that. That's why I, if I had a kid now, one younger and in college, and they had the ability to play basketball, I'd recommend that he go take the basketball contract, see? Take the basketball contract, you make it a couple of hundred thousand, a million dollars a year. You can go to school during your off time, you know, when the season's not in, you can go to school. That's what it's all about. You know, you go to school to get an education so you can make money and you have enough sense to make money. Mm-hmm. And this is the way I believe. I've always believed that <coughs> way. Mr. Pointer, how, if you were born now, if you were young, how do you
1: think
0: you would handle what's going on? I don't know. It would be all according to where I stayed and, you know, the neighborhood. It's the main thing. Like, where I stayed, we don't have no problem. And we get along fine with neighbors and everybody, you know.
1: Is it, what kind of neighborhood
0: is it? I stay in a mixed neighborhood. And we get along fine. We don't have no problem.
1: It seems as though if people want to, they
0: can. Oh, yeah, because we got people that stay out there. Especially the Fredericksons. They stay right across the street from me. this airport was trying to buy people out, they were the first ones to come to us. Mr. Pointer you're not going to sell out on you. I said no. Why? You know, I'm not going to sell out because I won't get what I paid for the place or half the worth of the place. Let the airplanes fly. As long as they don't fall I'm all right. And then if they fall I wouldn't know nothing about it anyway, I'd probably be sleep. But, uh,
1: so the Fredericksons
0: asked you. Yeah, would I would I sail out to the airport? I told them no. Well were they going to? No. They
1: wanted to stay too. That's right the nail. And, they and are they're
0: old. white. Yeah, and way older people than I am. They gotta be in the eighties.
1: What they want that property for? The airport?
0: The extend runways or and something. And you
1: could they don't they can't
0: make you go? No. They just ended it a, a couple of weeks ago They're going to do something to cut the noise down, but the noise don't really bother me.